Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. What's going on, Raider Nation? Micah here, bringing you another episode of the Behind the Eye Badge podcast. Of course, if you've listened long enough, you know I am not alone. In fact, I am very much not alone this week. We have Tyler and Courtney Birch back on the podcast with us again this week. Courtney, we'll start with you, man. How are you doing? How is life treating you? Oh, it's in snowy Utah, man. We are doing great other than what the Raiders are putting out this, oh, this week. Absolutely, absolutely. Tyler, partner in crime, brother, are you hanging in there? Are, are you how how are you doing 24 hours after another Oakland debacle? I feel much better today. <laughs> trying to put uh, trying to put life into perspective, and uh, yeah, that was just just trying to put life into perspective. It's it's a game it was sad, but there's bigger things uh, with uh, eternal consequences that are way more important. So yes, I uh, I was pretty pretty miffed yesterday. I will be the first to uh, say that. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of life is, life is more than, than just a game and being upset about losing a game. So I'm better today. Was mad yesterday, but better today. Excellent. Thanks Excellent. for slamming me. That's cool. I'm not <laughs> slamming anybody. I'm just saying it's, it, there, there were situations that happened and uh, just, just sad, sad situation from my hometown and, Kind of puts life into perspective, so that's uh, that's how I kind of uh, got over it, I guess. There you go. Well, I tell you what, guys, I, I've I've got to say, Raider Nation, I didn't think it could get worse from last week against the Jets, but somehow, some way, we found a way to lose in a, an even worser way than we did to the Jets with just fumbles and interceptions and like just basic debauchery on the football field that was just incredible to watch unfold before our eyes. I mean, honestly, I think end of the first quarter, it was seven to nothing. And I turned to my brother and I said, bro, I'm actually really excited because I feel like this game should be like 17 to nothing right now. The fact that Oakland's only down seven, like we're in it. This is right where the Raiders like to be, you know, I just got to pray they don't score again because it seems like if we go down double digits, then it's game over. And sure enough, by the second quarter, you know, they opened us up and it was over by then. So, anywho, we'll get into that a little bit, Raider Nation. Before, though, we get into that, as always, if you want to be on the podcast, give us a call. 208-557-9771 is the number to call. Leave us a voicemail. I think we're only limited to three minutes Somebody found that out recently. Could have been me. Maybe not. 
I might have called into my own show. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that just to vent Sunday afternoon. Um, but uh, we, I probably, I don't know, Tyler's at the controls. We may play that uh, recording back. We may not. That might just get filed away in the archives and, and be one of those things that uh, just gets stored away forever and probably for the good of the population. Tyler has some blackmail now, no, if he wants to pull it out at any time and uh, wants to be head of the show. And I disagree. He's got a very good call from me that he can play on the show. Anyhow, I didn't think that one through when I was venting. I was just a very frustrated person Sunday afternoon. But uh, all that to say, give us a call. Get on the show if you want. We love playing the calls back on the show. We always get a few calls every week. Really enjoy that. And give we us got a follow. one from John today. Oh, like it. Glad jo- – oh, boy. Is uh, is John going to be spitting as much fire as I have a feeling you two guys are going to be spitting? No, he's pretty calm and collected. Oh, well, there you go. Thank you. That's the one thing I have to say. Radio Nation, I, we pride ourselves in here at the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. Our listeners are uber classy. I mean, we have a classy, heady group of Raider Nation, and it just continues to grow. And it's been really fun to watch. And so shout out. That's not anything we've done. Shout out to you guys for keeping it classy. Really enjoy that. So all that to say, guys, let's just dive right into it. Birch, I'm going to start with you. The good, the bad, the ugly from the 40 to 9 loss against Kansas City in the cold. Oh, man. Um, I guess the good is... Uh, kind of, I guess we could call this one out every week. Would be uh, our rookie running back Josh Jacobs eclipsing the 1,000 yard mark. Congrats right. to him. Dude's a beast. I don't know why we ever go away from running the ball to him. Um, I think he's Stay on fourth and <laughs> it's one. just yeah, it's like on fourth and one, or it's totally different when Washington gets in the backfield or Richard gets in the backfield. It just it, the runs don't work the same. I don't know what it is. So, but the good is, congrats to him on Jacobs. Um, the bad, oh god, there's a lot to choose from here. Take your um, pick, man. Take your pick. The bad would be not showing up to the game. Um, I think we all. I mean, well, Tyler and I went into this one knowing yeah, we really don't have a snowball's chance in a hot place um, of winning this thing. Um, right. I just didn't feel good about it. Car's not good in cold weather games. We're not good traveling. Um, yeah, we kind of laid a dud there. The ugly for me, um, Daniel Carlson's field goal <laughs> No. That went like 30 yards wide left. Oh, my that God. was embarrassing. That was like the icing on the cake. Just, <laughs> just, I couldn't do it after that. I was like, holy cow, <laughs> we have a chance to get some sort of points. And the dude shanks it worse than Tyler's golf game. Oh, there, this is there true. you have it. This is there true. You have it. Ouch. I love it. I love all of that. And it's very unfortunate because I can't argue with any of that. That was all very good points. Tyler, same question to you. Sorry, Raider Nation. I'm munching on a peanut butter blossom cookie that my wife 
made homemade over Thanksgiving weekend. So I apologize. I'm trying to scarf this down in between talking sessions. So I apologize if it sounds like I have something in my mouth. It is full of peanut butter and chocolatey goodness. Anyway, Tyler, it's your turn. Good and bad and the ugly in the game. Hit us with it. Good. The only good thing was Josh Jacobs and maybe Darren Waller. Darren Waller also had 100 yards receiving. So for for, uh, difference sake, I'll go with Darren Waller with an asterisk on Josh Jacobs, who hit 1,000 yards on the season. I think the last person to run for a thousand yards on the season help me out latavius uh, murray latavius murray and uh so that hasn't happened in a while uh the bad um <laughs> where 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 death i uh start at with the bad oh boy. pick one um, just limit it to one yeah i'll, I'll pick one Two interceptions from Derek Carr, one being a pick six, was bad. And uh, the ugly, to go along with, uh, to add insult to injury with uh, Daniel Carlson, their field goal got, or the extra point got blocked at the end of the game and returned for two points. (laughs) Yes. So not only did he shank one 30 yards to the left, he also got one blocked and returned for a, a two point. So not only did we score, but they scored, but Hey, it's Thanksgiving. We like to share, not be a, <laughs> we don't like to be a, a pain. Stingy. Stingy. Yeah. We don't, we like to share. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, I have one more ugly. <laughs> oh boy. Just lay it on us. Go for it. Nevin Lawson had a house call and nobody within 10 yards of him. The dude straight up drops it. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm throwing a flag on that because that was part of my good and the bad and the ugly. But anyhow, so you stole my thunder. My good, oh my good. Um, can it be that the game's over that we don't have to play Kansas City till next year? That's probably my good. Um, uh, no, on all seriousness, I do. I'd have to go with uh, Birch's. Yeah, Jacobs going over a thousand yards. That was really unfortunate too because he was having himself a heck of a game. If Oakland could have kept that game close. I, 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 Jacobs would have probably rushed for like 180 yards that day. I mean, he was just eating the Chiefs alive. Unfortunately, we fall behind early and have to go away from the run game. Jacobs still racks up. I think it was 104 yards on the ground. So good, big, big shout out, mad props to him. We got something good going on there for the next several years in the backfield. The bad, um, I thought, yeah, my bad was actually the um, loss in. That for that that whole drive was ugly because it was second and ten, and uh, Cleveland Farrell jumps off sides at the two yard line, uh, and which extends the drive for the Chiefs. I didn't extend it, but it's second and ten now. Second and five instead from the seven instead of the two, um, and then later in that drive, Lawson yeah has a pick six. More than likely, the odds were really good, um, and instead. Uh, just, I mean, just draw, like, guys, That he was so, there was nobody around him. It wasn't even, like, a contested, like, you won't get an easier opportunity to intercept a ball. I'm watching. Thrown right to, to his chest. It hit him in a bad spot. Hit him right in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's funny because that same concept could be applied to our receivers as well. Um, and that's really sad. 
the uh, other thing- car hit them instead of hitting the other <laughs> team in the hands that could be applied yes oh geez wow i see how it's going to be tonight with tyler um i the thing for me was that like um Boy, that, that derailed my train of thought, Tyler. Never mind. Anyway, that was my bad. The ugly was Trevor Davis. Oh, my gosh. His no fo- longer employed Trevor Davis. Yes. Released this afternoon. The dude ran into his own player. And I've got to say, our Raider player, I don't know who it was, but he caught. He had a nice strip sack there. Um, unfortunately, it was on Trevor Davis. Um, it was Riley. It, was it Riley? Well, Riley the best had- defensive play he's <clears throat> made all year. It was Levitt. Oh, Levitt? It was Levitt again? Yeah. That well, on the, the kickoff fumble? Yeah. Yeah, that Levitt was Levitt. The one that stripped him, right? Yep. Yeah, well, Levitt had a fantastic strip there. Uh, unfortunately, also it was the best on... play he's made on defense all year. <laughs> Force fumble. Does that go on the stat sheet? Force fumble for him? It should. Um, it should. Unfortunately, it was on Trevor Davis. That was like I sat there when that happened. I turned and looked at my brother who's sitting on the couch watching this horror show with me, and I was just like, "What in in God's green earth is going on here?" And then a couple drives later, on an end around on fourth and one, he can pause because there's about a six yard hole. And run and get upfield. Instead, he takes the definition of end around too seriously and is like, no, no, no. I've got to get around the end line, my end blocker, and run straight into the back of one of our wide receivers. Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Uh, and gets With the tackle for the loss. Yeah, he yes. lost a yard. <laughs> If we ever need a defensive end, we should plug Foster Moreau in there. Makes a heck of a play. If if Trevor Davis turns it upfield, it's like a seven or eight yard gain if he doesn't rip off something bigger, but at least it's a first down. But that dude, it was just, it was, uh, but that pretty much summed up the Sunday afternoon that the Raiders were having. I mean, the blocked extra point return to the absolute shank apotomous on that field goal for Carlson. I got to say, like, I'm like, this was a weekend of being thankful for things. I'm thankful for family, good health, and that we don't have to play the Chiefs for another year. I'm going to go ahead and if, if I can throw a late thankfulness in there, I'm going to throw that one in because this team is not prepared. We are not ready. Um, they looked like they were, all, you know, for about a quarter, it was like we might be able to hang in here this week. And I, if, if, if the if the offense is struggling, it's like the defense steps up, and when the defense is struggling or the defense is doing well, then the offense struggles. I, we can't we can't still put together a complete game because the defense, for all intensive purposes, like didn't do have a terrible game for the most part. The Chiefs were starting, you know, like on our twenty yard line. It felt like every time they got the ball. So um, I, I saw a stat somewhere where Patrick Mahomes only had like 175 yards passing, should have had like two interceptions as well. Um, so, and he's only had two on, on the whole season. So um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm out of answers at this point. I'm fortunate. Guys, we didn't drop any spots. We're, like we stayed in the eighth. Were we in seventh spot before and then we just moved to eight? So, I mean, we're, we're, we beat the Titans and we're right back in it. In the fact, team, if we beat yeah, the Titans. The team we play this week leapfrogged us. 
Right. So if we beat Tennessee, like we're right back in there. So, uh, you know, but I, I think, you know, we'll find out. I mean, we'll find out, but I, I, I'm, I've got this feeling. It's, it's like early in the season. Well, who was it? We played the Vikings. Who did we play before the Vikings? We got we got thumped twice in a row. The Chiefs. Got, was it okay? <laughs> the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. So it was the Chiefs and the Vikings. We got thumped, and then after that, what we rattled off three straight wins. I think so. Uh, like- we beat Indianapolis. We beat the Bears. Then we. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe maybe we didn't. That was it. But we rattled off a couple wins after that, and I'm hoping back in Oakland. You know, back in warmer climates, um, we'll we'll put it back all together. We'll get into that here in a, in a minute. But anyhow, there's my good and the bad and the ugly from that. Do you guys? I mean, do you guys want to ruminate on anything right now? Okay, so here's one thing. I, how, will... I do want to ruminate on one thing. Oh, go for now, it. I'll look up some stats. How in the world does a team commit zero penalties in an entire game? You explain that to me. I I don't the know. Raiders had 12 penalties at the end of the game just to throw salt in the wound. Uh, it, it was on a, a kick. Oh, no, it was. Uh, I can't remember what exactly happened, but Trayvon Mullen got into it with somebody. All right. The dude like grabbed his face mask. Mullen retaliated and they called it on Mullen. Some white receiver from from uh, the Chiefs, grab Mullen's face mask. And it, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. So not one, not one, not a hold, not an offside, not a false start, not nothing, not, not a defensive holding, not anything called all game. The Chiefs never committed a penalty, which is bogus. It's crap. And remember, remember that one play yes. when Frank Clark decided to take Colton yeah. Miller over the pile after the whistle. After the yeah. play was over, I sure do. Remember when uh, when they had the penalty on uh, Kelsey, and then they took the flag away on the first touchdown. They said he was blocking, and then they said, "Oh, never mind. He uh, he yeah. was within a yard of the line He's of scrimmage." A yard, which he wasn't within a yard. If yeah. you go back and look at that, he's at like two or three, so they can't count either. Right. That 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 to me, like, okay, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but like, really, not a single penalty. That that not that is weird. Not that is not like nothing. Not a hold on the offensive line. Not a defensive holding call. Not and, a pass interference. Granted, like we. Uh, uh, they even but, added a pass interference on the Mullen interception. Yeah, they went back and looked did. and decided, you know what? That yeah. if if anything, honestly, the two pass interference that Andy Reid, um, uh, that he challenged, I thought the first one could have been pass interference. Exactly. Way more than the second one. And he just falling down, and yeah. Mullen puts his hand on his back. That's really pass interference. Yeah, the NFL yeah. needs to get this right, or I guarantee you, in a few years, it will ruin their fan base. Yeah, that will ruin their fan base. The Wait. lack and the lack of well, the overcalling on offensive holding all of a sudden, yeah. and now trying to decide what the heck 
is pass interference and what the heck is not pass interference and what in the heck is a catch and what is not a catch is going to ruin the game of football. You mark my words. If they do not get this fixed, people will riot in the streets. They will burn flags. There will be all kinds of jersey burning, Goodell effigies hanging in the streets of America. I guarantee it. Tyler's about to get fined by the NFL. Go ahead, find me. For what? I've got nothing. Yeah, we'll find something on you. Um, You can uh, find me a year's worth of my salary, and it would be like a nickel to those idiots. (laughs) As he sips back on his Diet Dr. Pepper. That's right. Cherry vanilla. Don't forget it. (laughs) Remember, you know, remember to throw in... uh, What's roughing the quarterback or not? What's yes. a personal foul? Oh, that that in and of itself, what have we seen about three or four of those just against the Raiders alone this year that have just and well, that's just the Raiders. I've seen at least I've seen at least probably ten calls this year just from my casual watching of other teams that I've sat there and been like, What in goodness gracious are you talking about? Um harder in college. Like they let the quarterback get right. hit harder in college, and it's like, what in the heck are you doing? Yep. Oh, I it's, agree. It's a mess. It, it is. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. It's Goodell it's gonna get will, bad. Goodell will ruin the game before he is done with his reign of horror and, and blood. And I, 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 I got a whole like French Revolution going on here. Um, for for um. Uh, and just just wait for one of these plays or one of these calls to happen in a playoff game. Much like what what messed over the Saints last year. Wait for a drive to be over and the Packers to win the game, only to, for the defensive end to get called for roughing the passer, for hitting the quarterback, extending the drive, putting you know the and it'll be Tom the- Brady. Yeah, yeah, and and, and then, then they it'll end up be okay though because the NFL loves the Patriots for some unknown reason. Right. I think I have a, I know why, but it's not family friendly, so I'll leave it at well, that. Well, I was wondering if if the uh, if the the uh, NFL executives are using the same masseuse that Robert Kraft uses. <laughs> I thought maybe that's something to do. Hey, but oh, whoa, that's as far as I'll get into that. But um, anyhow. So I had so the big controversy, obviously, guys, this week is there's been <laughs> rain and hellfire, rain, rain and hellfire. That doesn't go in. It's that been works. raining hellfire. Gosh, I need to really get these uh, platitudes and all this stuff down because I'm starting fire to fire and my damnation. Metaphor. Hellfire. There you and go. And it's really starting to confuse me too. So <laughs> fire and damnation raining down on one Derek Carr after the past two weeks. Now, guys, before the season started, at a poll up on Facebook, I said, uh, how many of you are excited for Carr for this season? Is he the Raider quarterback going forward? 89% of Raider Nation, we had like over 200 votes on this poll said, yes, he is the quarterback. I am excited. If, you know, he's the guy. Only 11% said, I am not convinced. I ran that poll yesterday after the loss. And call it the frustration, but I've seen a lot of it. 184 volt votes tallied. 52% still want Derek Carr. 48% 
now say it is time to move on. That is incredible. Guys, is it the anger speaking after two horrendous losses? Or is it time to start thinking about another quarterback in for the silver and black? Tyler, I'm going to let you start with this one. I've had time to think. Yesterday, if you would have asked me that question, I would have said, I never want to see Carr throw another pass in a Raiders uniform. Ouch. Uh after having contemplated for a minute, you look at that and you think, okay, so I take Derek Carr out of the game. I substitute him with whom at this point in the season? You've, <laughs> you've got nobody sitting behind him. I mean, you're, you've got Mike Glennon who fumbled two snaps in the game that he saw action. And you've got Deshaun Kaiser who actually I would be interested in seeing. I really would. I'd like to see what he has. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it, we're six and six. Okay, so we've been out, blown out two weeks in a row. We're six and six. We're still mayhaps sniffing a playoff spot. Right. I don't know why Mike is laughing right now. I'm trying to break this down as best as I can. But he's over here busting the gut, and I have no idea why. Um, um, having last, too much fun at life. Sorry. Mayhaps I've missed a tweet, or mayhaps I've missed a uh, group conversation message. I don't know. But you've got nobody behind him that is worth, ah, oh, there it is, that is worth uh, putting into the game. And so... Sitting on the bench, you've got Mike Glennon, who can't take a snap, and you've got Deshaun Kaiser, who hasn't been active for one game all year. Right. So is your, your best chance to win this year is Derek Carr. In the next four games, I look at Carr to see what the heck he does. If he continues to throw stupid interceptions and pick sixes and take stupid sacks, all in the name of my wide receivers aren't open. I'm done. I'm truly done. There are other quarterbacks in the NFL with lesser talent who do more than Derek Carr does with the talent he has around him. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of the excuse of, well, the wide receivers don't get separation. Okay, so the question becomes, have any of you listeners, fans, ever played with a foot injury? That makes life pretty stinking difficult to cut and run. Right. Uh, plantar fasciitis, uh, Liz Frank injury, rest in peace, Darren McFadden. Um, oh, that, uh, those types of injuries are not things that go away in three or four weeks. They take time to heal. I know because I deal with them on a daily basis. That is keeping, in my opinion, Tyrell Williams from being the stud wide receiver we want him to be. Does he drop some passes? Yes, he has. Not going to lie, he has. He's dropped some passes. But as far as explosion and cre creating separation on his routes, you can tell that he walks with a limp. 
how the heck are you expecting him to run and create separation when he walks with a limp? He's out. He's basically a warm body at this point out there because we've got nobody else. You want Keelan right. Doss out there? You want Marcel Aitman out there? No. I want my boy no. Hunter Redfro back out there. That's yeah. what I want. That's what I want. It's But, no, I, I look at these last four games with Derek Carr, and I say, what does he do? Does he pull his head out and actually start to play ball? Don't know. Uh, that is yet to be seen. I... Uh, I'm going to reserve judgment, I guess, until the, the last four games. If you would have asked me that same question yesterday, I told you guys I'm done with him. I'm done. I'm tired of it. I've had it. Uh, same stinking mistakes that we watch game in, game out for six years. We've seen it all. I think we know who Derek Carr is. He needs a perfect line. He needs perfect temperature he needs perfect wide receivers we don't have that and we ain't gonna get that nothing in football is perfect so that being said i watch these last four games like a hawk and if i go into the draft and i think you know what he played terrible those last four games we went six and ten or we went whatever and it's not a winning record i have to look at that position and try to upgrade that position, whether that's a free agent. I've seen Teddy Bridgewater's name floating around here. And to me, that ain't it. That ain't it. It's not it. That's not the answer. Um, And I, I have the person that I would like um, is Jalen hurts out of Oklahoma. The dude plays with Moxie. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. He takes off and runs. He makes, Granted, okay, this is college, but he makes he makes big time throws. He makes big time plays. He comes from two winning programs, Alabama and Oklahoma. That's that's a pretty good pedigree. So that that's who I look at if I'm going to draft somebody. I think he would be there around, you know, mid mid to late first round. And uh, who knows? Maybe even Tua might be there at the end of the first round because people are scared about his hit. So I'm looking at Carr's last four games like a hawk. And if he continues to do stupid things like he's done the past two games, I'm done with him. But that's me. And I am a podcaster and I am not a GM. And I realize this. So have that as, as you may. Birch, what are your thoughts? Um, Well, first off, well said, Tyler. That was a great explanation. Sorry for our antics behind the scenes. <laughs> um, call. I I am on the fence. I too yesterday was maybe it was a knee jerk reaction, but I was with Tyler and said, you know, I've had it. Um, had it with Carr. I mean, had it with the the negative one yard check down on third and fourteen. Um, and this all stems back. <clears throat> to 2016 when he broke his leg i think that that really changed the outlook of his career you can see it i mean he if he's not come i mean if he doesn't have a clean pocket he's not comfortable getting out making plays with his legs although he has shown that a little bit more this year right um but he just gets happy feet 
he holds on to the ball way too long. And also, I am so tired of seeing him, if he does get out of the pocket, reaching the ball forward with one arm. I am so sick of that. Yes, I mean, they don't even give him the extra yard anyway, but he's risking fumbling it. And so, I don't know. I'm... I agree with Tyler. I mean, there's nobody else right now that you have. Um, I do the last three of the last four games. I do see him performing well. Um, I mean, you, you got two home games in Oakland, warmer weather. You go to LA. That's like another home game. The last game though, I think he struggles against Denver in the cold weather. Yep. Against a good defense, I don't see him performing well there. Um, however, oh gall, I don't know. I'm I'm a little leery of of Tua. The dude's been injured quite a bit. He has a he seems to be injury prone. I mean, I mean, you can't really the broke or the the fractured hip. That's that's kind of a freak injury. But um, I don't know. I I would almost ride through this one with Carr and maybe pick up a Trevor Lawrence next year in the following draft. But I don't know. He's kind of slid a little bit. No. Next year? No, I don't think so. I mean, hopefully we're not that bad. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. uh, yeah. Sorry, continue. I'm done. I've said my two pieces. I think think it really is – I think for the last four games, you have to you have to watch Carr with a critical eye. See how these last four games go. You've got Tennessee, you got Jacksonville. I feel like the the our last four games aren't going to be as difficult as what we just saw um, against the Chiefs. And I don't don't know why. Maybe it's just the odds. I I, I don't know. I, I think it's Oakland being home two weeks in a row. Oakland's record at home is fantastic. What what have they lost at home this year? Maybe lost one this year at home. Um, I, I I'm not I don't have that right in front of me. Um, in fact, if somebody wants to look that up here, let me see schedule. Um, I guess they lost to the Chiefs at home, but that is their only loss. So they're let's see one two three four. I mean okay so. Um, London's a home game, but not really. Um, so they're five and one at home this year. I like that. And Tennessee traveling, you know, cross cross the country, heading into Oakland. I think that place is going to be rocking the last two home games in Oakland as well. <clears throat> I think the Raiders can feed off that kind of energy. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm with you both. I think the last four weeks will determine whether or not I'm going, look, we've got two first round picks. Let's either a move up and grab a guy. But honestly, when we're looking at quarterbacks, I'm not sold on Herbert. I'm not sold on Tua. Honestly, Hertz is the kind of the guy that like, you want to like, like Tyler, you mentioned kind of that baller just, just plays with some plays with some moxie out there, plays with some confidence. And he's, there were a couple of times in that game I noticed, in fact, there was one time when we were in the red zone, um, I think it ended up in our field goal try, that Carr had like the left side of the field and completely wide open. And I thought, if that's a Hurts, he's going to take off and he's going to, he's probably going to score a touchdown. 
but Carr can't because Carr's not fast. Now, Carr probably could have taken off and at least gotten six or seven yards, but yeah, and held the ball out, you know, maybe to get that extra <laughs> yard. Um, but, but, you know, a Hurts, you know, those are the kinds of things that, like, you got, it doesn't show up on a stat sheet, but you don't know what you have until you have it, if that makes sense. Like, you don't know how many of those big time plays a guy like a Hertz or a Lamar Jackson makes until, um, until you have a guy like that until nobody is open. But then Lamar Jackson rips off a 25 yard run, you know, to keep a drive alive on third and six. Whereas Carr, you know, you know, tries to set up a screen. It's not there. And he throws it at his wide receiver's feet and just lives to die another day. That's one of my favorite plays. ever. Right. Right. But a Hertz, is going to see his guy as an open or, or Lamar Jackson or a Patrick Mahomes. And he might scramble and all of a sudden make, you know, at least a first down out of nothing. And, and you, we can't, we can't quantify that. We can't see what we're missing until we either have, until we have it on the field. And I'm going, you know, it, obviously losing makes everything worse, but oh, it definitely so, so, does. If, so if we all of a sudden, like I, I, I have a, I'm really confident. I think we can win three, at least three of our last four games. Maybe even go all the way through, go four and zero. So if we're nine and seven at the end of the season, even if we're not, even if we're not in the playoffs, you know, we end nine and seven. I'm like, heck yeah, this is with two first round draft picks in our pocket. I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm like, okay, I, you know what? I wouldn't mind watching the status quo. You know, pending car, car. Does a good job these last four games. Like I said, we win, let's say, three games at the end here. Carr does a good job, takes care of the football, leads us to some victories, especially be pretty big victories, especially if we can beat Tennessee, I think. Um, then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's get him a CD lamb. Let's get him, uh, you know, some who's that? We've got a, uh, Alabama's got a couple wide receivers over there. Um, Jerry Judy. Uh, Judy. Who's the other one? Big Bugs. Uh, uh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, he's kind of a consensus best receiver over there. Except Alabama's just got so many weapons that he doesn't get as many looks as a lot of people think he should. Lavisca Chenault. There you go. There you go. So um, T Higgins. T. Yeah, Higgins. yeah. So so there are some players like that. It's like okay, let's let's package some more wide receivers around Carr and let's see what happens. Let you know we're play- Williams is playing with the bum foot. You know, Waller's balling. Uh, there's another lone bright spot on the offense. Um, Waller, it seems like all our tight ends are actually pretty well. Um, let's, you know, let's get a true number one wide receiver in here and, and then go from there. If, if we can end the season, I think at least, I don't know, eight and eight, nine and seven. I think that would have to be my, uh, um, where, where we'd have to stand with that. So I think we're all... So here, here's the thing, though, is like we keep we keep coming up with all of these excuses, I feel like, right. like, right. Let's, let's get him a better offensive line. So we go out and we get a better offensive line. Let's get him. Okay. Oh, OK. So, a, a, you know, he who shall not be named upon this podcast, we go out and get him. But he turns into a psycho cocaine sniffing weirdo uh, <laughs> and he leaves. And then we get, we're like, okay, well, we're okay because we got Tyrell Williams. Well, Tyrell Williams now isn't a number one wide receiver. Uh, so, like, let's get him a running back. So we got him a running back. Let's get him these weapons. Let's 
we've got Jared Cook. Let's let's he needs more weapons. When does it become his responsibility to do his job with what he's got around him? When do we like when is it when are we holding right. people accountable for throwing pick sixes, staring down a wide receiver the whole entire time so that a rookie gets a pick six or that Tyron Matthew says this dude is so predictable that I'm going to play. I know exactly where this play is going and I'm going to step in front of it and I'm going to pick him off on the first drive because I know exactly by studying film where he's going with this pass. Right. When do we start holding people accountable for stupid mistakes like that? And who do right. we hold accountable? Is it Carr? Is it Gruden? Is it the play calling? What is it? And who like who is going to be held responsible for that? Those you are just stupid. named him. <laughs> those are those are stupid passes. Like what? Well, what, what else is he supposed to do? Well, there's other wide receivers obviously running open. If one is doubled, there's got to be one that's in single coverage and not and not guarded deep down the field. Right. That that's that's what I want somebody to do is to quit staring down the first look and dumping it off to Richard and Washington, though th- those plays worked a couple times, every time that his first read isn't there. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, it, that's I, I think it's to me. I saw a tweet from somebody, and I don't know who it was exactly, so I apologize for not giving credit, but uh, he said Carr is a quarterback where he knows what's going to happen. Uh, you know, he knows where he's going with the ball 90% of the time before he, the play even starts. And right. if his if his if that option isn't there, then things tend not to work out on that draw, you know, on that particular play. And and that's why, you know, these, you know, guys like Tyron Matthew are able to, you know, sit and and watch this play develop and go, Oh, I think I know what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, bingo, interception, or you know, stare down a receiver, get a pick six. And that is that like that's one of those things we just talked about. I want to I'm going to keep an eye on things like that because I'd never really kind of mold that over. But I want to see if that's something that we you know if I if I pay attention to it with kind of those glasses on now. If if it's like wow yeah he really is like that first or second read isn't there you know he's kind of toast. Then I think you can start nailing this down and go okay now is this so is this car. Is this Gruden? I, I kind of tend to think it's Carr. If he can't make something happen, you know, if he, you know, then w- when his first and second read isn't there, you know, then, okay, we're going to need a quarterback that can run then. Because if the first and second read isn't there, we're going to need a guy like Hurts who, you know, uh, who, who can say, okay, you know, broken play. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pick up eight yards with my legs, 10 yards, 20 yards with my legs and turn it into something positive and be a threat on defense. Um, you know, we, the defense doesn't need a spy on Carr. Carr ain't taking off anytime soon, which is unfortunate. Um, but that's just the reality of the situation. But yeah, Tyler, I mean, you, you've got a point. It, it, you, I can't argue that. What when somebody else mentioned, we love to praise Carr when we win and we do good, but when we lose in our terror, you know, like the last two weeks, then it's oh, it's the defense. Oh, it's the wide receivers. Oh, it's the offensive line. But it's not Carr. And it's like, well, that doesn't that doesn't make sense, though, if we can't we can't share the blame there. Exactly. And I I have said before that it takes a team to lose like it. There are holes on the defense, glaring needs. Their linebacker 
is is a glaring need that we have failed to address year after year after year after year after year after year. Safety, the depth is gone because we've had so many injuries at, at right. that position. We, I mean, we're we're playing guys that we signed off the street three weeks ago. At defensive end, we have minimal pass rush. Um, it even you know up pressure up the middle we have very minimal there uh we have like two decent corners but after that i mean we're we've got nevin lawson and joiner playing the slot and lawson here's an interesting stat on lawson did you guys know that he has never intercepted a pass i don't in college nor the pros he has never made an interception ouch well he had his chance Oh, he's had he's had his chances, and <laughs> well, that would that explain why he didn't right off his chest. <laughs> he's not so, used to it. <laughs> maybe not, uh, but he should be used to playing in cold weather. It's cold in Logan Birch. It is. So I mean, it's it, I don't know. There, there's plenty of blame to go around, but Carr threw two interceptions. One of them being a pick six, and the other one setting up the Chiefs at like what the 30 yard line or something like that so you can't just be like well none of this is Derek Carr's fault baloney bull honky you're lying to yourself it it, there is there's fault to go around yeah maybe his receivers aren't creating separation but like you anyway there there's fault to go around we are a very young team. You can see that in the penalties, jumping off sides with Farrell, like you mentioned, and he got an earful from Buckner after that. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I thought, I didn't know if he was going to, like, make it back to Oakland. Um, <laughs> and so, I mean, it, it is. It's frustrating to see the same things happen over and over. Like, right. Like, you can, you guys were a little bit ahead of me and you're like, just wait. And I'm like, what? Car throws an interception? Like, we can guess these things. We're not. We're just average fans on our couch. And we're like, yep, this drive will end in an interception. We well, can guess things like Well, speak for yourself. Like I'm an insider. I just want well, to make that clear. I'm just an average fan. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not as insider as, as Micah. Um, Thank you. But anyways, you. I did guess the 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 winner though didn't yes. have my Micah any uh, beanies or anything like that so you know I feel very silly now after a forty to nine beatdown <laughs> uh, talking <laughs> about feel silly how the Raiders were gonna I, man I was confident too I thought no Oakland's gonna go in you know Carr's like boy we better be ready to step up our game or else we're gonna lose by fifty well <laughs> you almost got your wish there we were getting close except for a garbage time touchdown kind of saved the day there but anyhow can we put the chiefs raiders game to bed any any more do we need to get anything else off our chest can we move on i'll i'll we'll move that on as... i suppose you're tired of Tyler's talking about just, it <laughs> i was disgusted over here I, I don't blame him all right guys you know what before we tackle the titans game specifically four games left titans jags Chargers, Denver, Birch, predict to us what the final four-game record will be for the Raiders. 
Um, <clears throat> okay, so this week I think is going to be a tougher game than than we think it is. Um, and I told you guys this, maybe not in a way that can be shared on the podcast, but I'm a little concerned about stopping Derrick Henry. The dude is a gargantuan of a man at running back and just wears on the defense and just keeps – I mean, I think that's going to be a tough game. If we can stop the run, but Tannehill has had success against us when he was with Miami. Um, so I'm a little leery about this week's game. Uh, the Jags, they have <clears throat> Minshew back at the helm. I think that gives a little life to them as well. Right. Um, I was which, disappointed to hear that actually because yeah. I wanted uh, I wanted Foles to hang out back there. <laughs> oh, you wanted Foles to come in and throw another six touchdowns against us? Oh, Alas, okay. this is true. This okay. is true. Okay. Was it six or seven? Ooh, that's I think good. it was seven. seven. It was at least six. I know. I think it was seven. I think Anywho, it was seven. Uh, so that could be a tough game. Uh, we might get five interceptions this time against Philip Rivers in L.A. <laughs> and then Denver. Okay, sorry. Being They'll around the bush take here. take them away, though, because we committed some erroneous pass interference. Oh, or jumping off sides. Amen. I am going to say we f- we go 2-2 two and two and finish at 8-8. Eight 8-8. And eight. Eight and eight. I feel like that's how the season, like, that would be, like, how the season Which would go, right? is not a terrible thing. I mean... We double our wins from last year. We have more than, I believe, doubled our sacks from last year. Um, We're playing with young players. We have, no offense to LaMarcus Joyner, but we have midgets trying to guard tight ends that are 6'8", 6'7". I mean, we have, like Tyler mentioned earlier, we have glaring holes that need to be filled either through the draft with our draft picks or through free agency, we need to pick up. And so, I mean, we just, I mean, I consider it a success. I mean, as terrible as that sounds celebrating a eight and eight season, I'll take it if that's what we can get. Yeah. I like it. Hey, at this point, kind of like with that uh, dropped interception, I guess we could, you know, no sense in getting greedy, right? At least we stopped him on that drive. No sense in hoping for a pick six, right? Let's just get a baby steps. Baby, that's <laughs> get right. A stop. Baby steps. But Tyler get off the field on third and forty. Baby steps. Right. I'm Tyler... surprised Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown on that play. It's true. Yeah. Tyler, what you got? Well, how do you see the last four games going for Oakland? Uh uh, well, the uh, the Jaguars have a losing record. The and then the Chargers and Broncos both have losing records, so we might win those games. I I think I don't think we beat a team with a winning record this year. I, I don't think we have. So the Bears um, were three and one. The Bears, yeah, but now they're what six and <laughs> six. <laughs> Six and six. Yeah. So we're they're sitting where where we're sitting. Um, I don't have a lot of hope against this game or, or in this game against the Titans. I 
think we beat the Jags. I think we I think we're gonna go eight and eight as well. I think we probably win two, lose two, and then uh off to the draft. Off to the draft. Off to Vegas as well. Um Allegedly. You know, I think it's gonna be fitting for just how this season's gone. So many ups and downs, and honestly, we've overachieved, I feel like. Um we haven't overachieved yet on my standards. I said we need to at least win seven games this year for me to consider it a successful season. Um, I'm going to go three and one. I think we're going to beat Tennessee in a thrilling game. Uh, all of a sudden, everybody's going to be riding right back on the card bandwagon and everybody's going to be like, oh my gosh, next back sing since fly spread. I never doubted him. I never doubted him. That's what we're going to be hearing. I think it won't be me. Oakland, I think they'll they'll beat Jacksonville as well, and then we'll be sitting at eight and six. We'll probably be in like the sixth spot or tied. You know, we'll we'll have that win against the Titans, so we'll have the head to head against the Titans and the Colts. We'll be sitting pretty, and then I think we're gonna lay an egg. So something will go wrong. I think we'll go to to L.A. and lay an egg, and it'll be you know we'll lose by like ten, and it'll just be like really. And I think it'll end up dooming our season as far as playoffs go. Um, uh, playoffs? And, and we'll, playoffs? I think nine and seven. It'll be something like that. And it'll be like, boy, if we could have beat the, you know, five and five and ten Chargers, we could have been in the playoffs. But instead, you know, we lose by a field goal or something like or that. Or that's who lost to the Bengals. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. But you know what? Thinking that through, I said all the way back, if we beat the Bears, we're going to the playoffs. So, you know what? Gosh dang it, guys. I'm a man of my word. We're still going to the playoffs. I think 9-7 and seven will still get us into the playoffs. I'm riding that gravy train. I'm taking it all the way home. Toot toot for Micah here. Going all the way home. Raiders making the playoffs this year. I looked at the Steelers' schedule. Uh, they, they don't have a cakewalk. In fact, somebody showed they go play Arizona – Mike Tomlin's like, like one in six all time in that time zone or something. I mean, he's terrible. Then they're gonna have to play um, the Ravens. Uh, there's another team that they're gonna have to play. Like, there's a chance, real chance, they could lose. Like, especially with how how poor that offense has been playing of late. That I think that that they could lose like three of their final four games. But they're winning with a fourth string quarterback. I understand that, but I think they're going to hit a brick wall. I think that luck runs out. It's like the Minshew magic. I think it's going to run out. And if we can beat Tennessee and hold the head-to-heads over the Colts and the Titans, I think the Steelers are going to drop one too many uh, games in the final in the final four weeks. I think Oakland at nine and seven could still slide right in it. So I I, I call the Raiders even at nine and seven sliding into the playoffs. So. Um, there, you said you heard it here first. I'm standing by my word, and I will. I might actually eat a real crow if we don't. <laughs> we don't make the, if we don't make the playoffs. I will. Uh, I will scarf one down on the podcast. Okay, get you know we have a call to get to, Tyler. Let's get to that. Then we're gonna get to this week's predictions, bold predictions, Ba-ba-da-ba. and uh, we'll get some score predictions and wrap and put a bow on this bad boy. I also have a question for you, gentlemen to wrap up the pot, and for the nation to ponder and consider. We've had some really good, uh, deep, silif- 
philosophical blah, blah, uh, <laughs> stuff to talk about. So anyway, let's get to the call. Who do we have this week, Tyler? We have uh, Mr. John from Twitter land. And he has called us with uh, his take on the game. So far this week, that's all we have. And uh, so we'll get to that call and we'll be right back. going on tyler micah birch if you're there this is john from twitter and uh i called in to give my weekly thoughts on the raiders disappointing uh loss to the chiefs unfortunately two games in a row we got blown out badly this game i thought uh Derek carr did not come out with the same fire and passion that he's had the past couple weeks and uh josh jacob sure did the o-line did and there were some good things but not many i'm scared to death every time carlson kicks I'm unsure as to the future at quarterback, and I'm a car supporter, but, man, the biggest stage of his life, the biggest pro football game he's probably played in yet, and he crapped the bed, excuse my language, and uh, it was hard to watch. It was a hard one to watch as a Raider fan, the blowout. I watched the whole thing because I like seeing the young players at the end of the game, see how they respond to a blowout, see who wins their one-on-ones. just wasn't a lot of positives. Receivers didn't get open, even Darren Waller was having trouble creating separation. And his really nice catch up the left sideline for about 25 yards, that was even a back shoulder perfect throw, reach around catch. There wasn't even a lot of separation there. So no separation down the field. The O-line did their job. Carr looked to make plays, made a couple tough throws that were intercepted. I'm just mad at Carr he didn't step up, and I wish the whole team had that same passion that Josh Jacobs did. But we're 6-6 six and six outside of the wild card now, outside of the division. But – Coming home against another good team. It's up to us. So, guess we'll find out what this young team is made of. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for a great show. John, thanks so much for the call. Yeah, I, that, I think that's what I was writing on when I was thinking about the game. I thought Carr's going to come out. He's going to, we're going to get angry car. You know, we talk about, we either get like, like just, you know, ho-hum car or angry car. Car's going to come out. And I think, yeah, I don't know what to think. I'm done thinking about what the heck happened there. Um, uh, But uh, that's kind of what my hopes were riding on. That car was going to come out and light the Chiefs up. Uh, Instead, uh, we got docile and, and tame car. Interesting factoid. Rich Gannon was one and seven all time in Kansas City. Just saying, just saying. So take that how you will with a grain of salt, with milk, uh, perhaps with some brandy or something harder. I don't know. Whatever. Um, anywho, so guys, getting to this week's game against Tennessee. First, give me some score predictions. Tell me how you think the game is going to go down. Give me a couple bold predictions for Oakland's game back home in the Coliseum in nice, warm climbs for Derek Carr and company. Uh, how do you see them faring? Birch, you go first. I knew it. Um... <laughs> sorry. Uh, not sorry. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> bold prediction. 
for our defense is we are going to hold Derrick Henry to under 100 yards. Oh! On the ground. Love it. He still may score a couple touchdowns, but yeah, I don't, don't think he puts don't up. Don't sit him in your fantasy lineup, for heaven's <laughs> sake. Um, y'all, I an offensive bold prediction. Um, Derek Carr still has, to this date, zero 300-yard passing games this year. Ouch. <clears throat> so I'm going to go... Derek Carr puts up 350 yards through the air. Ooh! Three touchdowns, two to Waller, and the Raiders come up short ah. at home, 24 to 21. 24-21, ouch. Last second field goal, or is that you just... Carlson shanks won 50 yards to the right this time to lose at the buzzer. Oh, jeez. Sorry, I'm being a negative Ned right now. I I was going to say, I feel like I'm I'm the one pulling for the Raiders right now. I'm still pulling for the Raiders. You said bold predictions. I just don't. I The way that the teams played the last two weeks, I cannot. They cannot be trusted, in my opinion. I mean, yes, they were some games on the road, cold weather games. And I think the three games that we won before these two games were against competition that was not... I mean, the Jets, the record doesn't... I mean, they're playing better than their record states with Darnold back. So, I mean, we beat the Lions, we beat the Chargers, we beat the Bengals. Not the best. So we got to really step it up this week against the Titans if we want to stay in playoff contention. But I don't know if we can do that. Just being honest. That's fair. I like it. Tyler, what you got? Uh, um, as far as bold predictions, my bold prediction is going to be that Ryan Tannehill, we hold him under 100, well, let's do uh, 150 yards passing. Ooh, I like it. Because my guess is if we try to make Tannehill beat us, he will. That's how I feel this defense is this year, is we're going to try and stop Derrick Henry, and we may do so, and then we're just going to let Ryan Tannehill, let that sink in for a second, let that marinate. Ryan (laughs) Tannehill is going to torch us, and he will probably win the game with his arm. However... They say that if you can hold the other team from scoring more points than you, <laughs> you will win the game. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So I'm going to say we hold uh, – I'm going bold, bold. We hold Derrick Henry under 100 yards rushing, and we hold Tannehill under 150 yards passing. Wow. I like it. I like it a lot. He'll probably now have 100 yards passing in the first quarter. <laughs> you know i i think that's a bold is... prediction on defense on offense i am going to go that uh 
who do we have on offense now? <laughs> That's what I was struggling with. So I went with Carr. <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't know. What is I, Tennessee's runs defense like? Anybody know? Uh, their run defense is actually 11th in the league, tied with the Colts. And so ours, I believe, is like what? We're 12th 12th. or 13th? We're 12th right now. And so what's their pass defense like? Pass defense is 27th in the league. However, we won't take advantage of it. Well, and that's the thing. If our receivers can't get open, does it matter? You know, I I don't think it does because I think you shut down, uh, you shut down our tight end. You know, you shut down Waller. And who's going to get open? I, I don't see anybody else getting open. I, I hate to say it. I know it. who. I know who. Who? His last name starts with a D. Uh, no. Not the savior of the Raiders season, Tyler. Yes. You don't team. mean the former Jag, former yes. Raider. Yes. Doss, former do you? Cat, former UC Davis standout undrafted free agent, Keelan Doss. Wow. That is who I mean. Wow. He needs more time on the field. He needs more snaps, more <laughs> repetitions. I like it. I like anyway, it. Anyway, uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to say, as far as offense goes, why don't we take? Why don't we ride the Josh Jacobs train and say that Josh Jacobs goes for 175 total yards? There you go. I like it. You know why not? Why not? I think. I think Oakland. Are you sorry? Are you done with you? Did you give us a score prediction as well? No. Uh, give us a score I, prediction. What are you doing over there? Come on, I, man. Well, I was just we were talking about our the savior of the season. Um, <laughs> we I'm going with uh, the Titans win. I think it's going to be like a, a. Can we find the end zone on offense? Sure. Um, let's go like twenty four to. 17. 24-17 Titans win. Yeah, I think we're a three-point underdog as of today, Monday. Yeah. Here's the th- here, here are some stats for you before I rock and roll into this. The Titans pass defense is 27th in the NFL. Run defense is 11th in the NFL. The Tennessee Titans are 31st in the NFL, allowing an average of 4.1 sacks. On their quarterback. That bodes well for the Oakland football Raiders. I can't believe I just said that. For the Oakland Raiders, for the silver and black. If there is one thing that this defense needs, it needs to be able to get after the quarterback in order to win games, in order to give Carr and company an extra drive or two each game by forcing a poor play by the quarterback, by forcing a fumble, anything like that. I think this game, with all those things being said, I don't believe the Raiders got a single sack last week. Is that correct? No, we did. No, we did, didn't we? Uh, uh, what's his, um, uh, our man, our boy, who's been kind of quiet of recently, didn't uh, uh, Ben Semeoa get one? What? Hurst. It was Hurst, yeah. Luckily, he didn't oh. get called for roughing the passer, though. <laughs> yes. You know, maybe Mayoa hit somebody in the backfield. Maybe that's what I was thinking. The, the whole game was a blur after about the second quarter. Um, <laughs> uh, anywho, Hurst gets the sack. Here's the thing. Oakland's going to get after Tannehill. That's, that's my 
Um, I think I think Tannehill's going to escape a couple times, beat us with his legs, but I think this game plays perfectly into the Raiders' hands. I think the Titans are overly confident. I think the Titans see the Raiders and how they've played the last two weeks, and they think, oh, we got this one. We're on a roll. We're going to travel across the country, go into Oakland really quickly, take care of some business, get back. Not so fast. I think they're going to come in here. I think the Raiders understand. Is it? Uh, it's do or die right now. If you believe the Raiders are a playoff team or that you want the Raiders to make a playoffs, it's now or never. You don't beat Tennessee and that whole – it's down the drain. It's over. It's done. Because even if you win out, your best bet is 9-7, and seven, and you hope that both – you know, you hope that Tennessee absolutely just lays an egg the rest of the year. I don't see that happening. Um, you're basically chasing the Titans. So I think the Raiders are going to get the win. I'm going to go 28-24. Raiders win um, for the uh, for the defense. I think the trend's going to continue. I think four sacks on defense. Give my boy Max Crosby. He's. I said it last week and it didn't happen. It's going to happen. Maybe I was. I was a week off. He's going to reach double-digit sacks this week. So you're going to get two and a half of those four sacks, at least four sacks on Tannehill. Crosby will be sitting pretty at ten sacks on the season, and then on offense, that's tough because like like you guys mentioned, there's. Like, who do we have? I mean, the one thing I was heartened about is the offensive line paid a lot better against the Chiefs than they have the last than they had in the last two games. Like as far as Carr had time to throw, Jacobs had wide open holes to run through, except we just fell behind early, so we couldn't run anymore. Uh, Story I think of our trend, life. <laughs> I think that trend continues. I think Jacobs outshines Henry. I think Jacobs has more rushing yards and more touchdowns than Henry at the end of the day. That's my bold prediction for the offensive side of the ball. Oakland gets the win, 28-24, keeps their season alive, moves to 7-6. and six. And depending on how the Steelers do this week against the Cardinals, which I could totally see Mike Tomlin going down there against the Cardinals and just laying an egg, um, or I should say the Cardinals laying an egg on the Steelers, uh, I could see all of a sudden Oakland all, all of a sudden just Goes from eight to six, pops right back up, and all of a sudden everybody is fat, dumb, and happy, and we are all excited to be Raider fans again. So since you're since you're dropping knowledge bombs on on uh, us, let absolutely. me drop some knowledge bombs myself. Do you guys know Tannehill's record against the Raiders? Do we want to know Tannehill's it's record? It's really good. It's really good. Three I know and that. Against the Raiders. <laughs> In 2012, 35 to 13. In 2014, they won 38 to 14. And last year, 2018, they beat us 28 to 20. Um, he has, let's see, one touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns. Does he continue that and make that four touchdowns? Perhaps. Nope. nope. Um, and then he also has several rushing attempts, uh, three for 14, five for 35, three for 26. And he's got a touchdown rushing. Um, but yeah, his, his QBR is an average of 116.5. Last year, he had a 155.3 QBR against us. Different so team. That. I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say Ooh. nay. Well, while we're spitting knowledge bombs. Oh, boy. 
<clears throat> Derek Carr, what do you guys think his record is versus the Titans? Oh, he owns the Titans, was baby. He owns Tennessee. He is three and zero in his career against the Titans with a pass with a rating in those games of one hundred four point seven. So there you have that. There you go. There you go. The trend continues back in Oakland. Oakland's more desperate than Tennessee is, I think, right now. I know it. They're more desperate than Tennessee. They need the W. I think the rookies step up in a big way. The fact that Tennessee allows oh, over four sacks a game, I think, is going to give the Raiders one to two extra opportunities that the Titans don't get, and that'll play a big difference down at the end of the game when uh, the Raiders get get the win by four. That's what I'm calling. So there. I haven't lost faith yet. Hopefully this time next week I'm not back here going, why don't I listen to you guys? Why do I do this to myself every week? So we'll, we'll find out, I guess. But anyhow, guys, do we have anything else um, before we s- sign off to Raider Nation? No. I'm getting two blank <laughs> <No>. stares. <laughs> Other than go. Tyler and I have been week. right. Okay, you know, you don't need to throw that back up in my face. All right. I'm gonna, well, I've you got said to... you'd give us recognition. I had to buy you. Okay. The least you can do is give me recognition. You know what? I, I do. I uh, formally pay homage to uh, Tyler and his wisdom. And uh, I do recognize his insider status is greater than mine. And uh, is, that, is that enough? Are we done? Is that a, are you? Are you satisfied? Does that leave you satisfied, Always Tyler? Gives me happy and satisfied. Okay, great. Well, we're done with that. So, anywho. All right, guys. Final question, because you know it was coming. It was coming, baby. So, what is. Oh, this is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just. I'm, I'll just. I'll just spit it out there because it's going to make you think. What is the worst in the spirit of the Christmas season? What's the worst Christmas gift you've received that you can remember? Who needs the most time to think about this? Birch has never received a bad gift in his life. He's rich. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. gosh. Probably, you know what, what was his worst gift was, Tyler's, when he didn't get a brand new vehicle uh, yes. one Christmas. It was a year older, and he's like, oh, geez. Wow. Well, late model, huh? Oh, you know, it was the 2017, oh not word. the 2018. I guess, huh? I guess Santa's budget was a little smaller this year. <laughs> You guys are ridiculous. Uh, okay, so I'm going to throw this out there. And, and it's not, it happened a long time ago, but I had a girlfriend back in high school. Oh, I got sure. in a fight with my brother. A lot of people don't know. I got in a fight with my brother, and he punched my front tooth out. And I actually, my front tooth in my face is actually dead. It is just sitting up in my cranium uh, doing nothing. Um, he is not alive, but he sits there to this day. Um and so my girlfriend gets me for Christmas the Rock'em Sock'em Robots game, uh, uh, and to and be like, here, uh, this is in honor of of you uh, getting in a fight with your brother. And I just thought, oh man, like this wasn't exactly either of our shining moments here in in life, and yet I get this to what remind me of this all the time. Well, suffice to say, we we broke up quite shortly after that. But that had to be the worst Christmas gift that I have gotten um, 
in my lifetime. That's that that's the first one that jumps to my mind. So there you go. There you go. That was the worst gift I got. The game was all right. I mean, it was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. But like, you know, I was like 16 at the time or whatever. Like, and it was kind of like, this is lame. I don't need to be reminded of this. You know, I don't know. I was just like, whatever. Get out of here with this malarkey. So I kicked her to the curb later, later that month and said, no, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this relationship. If this is how, no, it's not. It wasn't quite how, how, how that went. But uh, anywho, there you go. What you, what do you guys have? Oh man. Uh, well, my grandma Birch, she bless her heart. Uh, she <laughs> gave the most random gifts for Christmas all the time. I couldn't even tell you what they were because I don't re- really remember. It's when I was younger because she passed away. Um, but I just remember always looking forward to seeing what the Salvation Army random gift pile had brought this year. <laughs> there was some pretty <laughs> random stuff in there. Oh, but no. uh, I did receive a white elephant gift one time that's an electronic nose picker. That is... Oh, <laughs> Wow, who got so, that? Are we allowed to know who got you this gift? Uh, I don't remember who got that, that gift, but I still have it in my garage. <laughs> wow, you held on to it. Yeah, in case I have to give a white elephant gift, because that's a pretty good one. That's uh, not too shabby. It's not too shabby. I like it. I like it. That's pretty terrible, though, but that's that's pretty good. All right, Tyler, can you? <laughs> that tops my story. I think uh, an electronic nose picker. I don't know. Uh, I thought I, Asa was better than that, but no, he likes to sock his brother in the face, so that's cool. He also hates ice fishing at Henry's. Yeah, don't don't, don't oh. hear about that in the next video, Tyler. Just giving you a heads up. So, uh, anyhow, gonna get it, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, you got you something know, better it, than an electric nose picker? No, I don't. <laughs> it, I uh, I remember when I was little. It wasn't a bad gift. It was more of just like a lemon it never worked um do you guys remember it it was like the crocodile dentist game where you had to like pull out the crocodile's tooth and if you didn't if you anyway you pull out this crocodile has its mouth open you pull out the tooth and like it it snaps shut on your hand or something like that uh and you never know it's just random and so we got that one year for Christmas, and we took that game back four times, oh, and it gee. never worked. <laughs> it never worked. And so we were like, we'd get one home, we'd start playing with it, and it was just like the mouth stayed open all the time. It never shut. Or so you always won then. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, well, this is stupid. Or like. <laughs> like the timer wouldn't work on it. So it just, it, it was just a, it was a terrible toy. It just was very poorly made, I guess. So I don't know if that counts or not, but that's probably the worst gift we ever got um, was that game. Cause I wanted that game really bad. Oh, that's as bad. a little kid, yeah. but then it just, it never worked. And I think we ended up just getting our, our money back and buying something else that actually did function and properly. You should have bought Mousetrap if you didn't already own it, because that was a really well-made game. See, that was a cool game, too, but we never had Mousetrap. Oh, never. man. 
that was that was a really well designed game. Like mad props to whoever came up for that game because I I don't know where it was, it was a year or two ago. I saw it somewhere. It was at somebody's house or whatever. And I like just tinkered with it. And I was like, wow, this thing still works. Like the little trap falls on the mouse and everything. The little ball goes down the 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 slide and everything. I was like, wow, this is this is pretty crazy. It's still rocking and rolling. Somebody made bank on that game for coming up with that. So you know that was. That was um, that was a pretty good job. <laughs> so anywho, I don't I don't know. Anyway, whatever. You guys, you know, just off the top of your head, what was the best gift you ever got? Anybody got anything? Flip side of the coin. I'm trying to think, but you got anything stand out in your mind? Birch, anything from the uh, Salvation Army that that pops out at you? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. Gonna, His lavish I'm lifestyle. Pass to Tyler. <laughs> oh no! It no, I'm gonna hear. It couldn't be the iPhone 11 Pro that's in his hand right now. That couldn't be it. Uh, Surely not. Uh, uh, best no, my best. Hey, wait! Still my turn. I'm taking it back. <laughs> the oh, best geez. gift I got was from my dear sweet wife was tickets to the Raiders Broncos game in the black hole. Oh that was amazing. Nice. Even though we lost to Tim Tebow. (laughs) Oh man. Jeez. I still have a picture of uh Carson Palmer and Michael Bush. Stretching it out. Yep. Stretching it out. Tyler Um, I don't know. I uh, I I bought this computer that we produce our podcast on last year. I received that from my parents for Christmas uh, with some money that they gave me, and then I funded some of it, the rest of it, by myself. And my wife also gave me uh, some AirPods last Christmas, and I use those like every day. I love right. them. So that's a uh, I think the the AirPods have been a, a great Christmas present, and like anytime I get Raiders swag for Christmas, I mean that's pretty that's pretty nice to get. Absolutely, so, heck yeah! I know yeah, I wear stuff sometimes, but uh, it's always nice to get a new hoodie, uh, something such such sorts. You know, my sweet wife got me a Khalil Mack jersey for a Christmas gift. I've never owned a Raiders jersey up until that point. Um, And that was my favorite Christmas gift until Matt jumped ship. So I think the one that stands out in my mind, and it kind of launched me onto a different kind of career, was I got a GoPro for Christmas one time. And that got me kind of into the world of filming my videos when I would go up (laughs) and and, (laughs) and fish. I would go out and fish, Tyler. When I go out and fish. Oh boy. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm a YouTuber and I film fishing adventure videos unlike I like what these two yahoos think. I film outdoor fishing adventure videos, and that's kind of what got me going down that road. Hot tub videos. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> so I, I remember that stood out my mind. <laughs> anyway, continue your GoPro. Yes. Building your videos. I, I got a GoPro, and that, um, and that was the one thing that really. I don't know. Recently, I'm sure I've gotten like maybe better gifts than that, but recently, just because of like how much now I do YouTube and make videos and stuff like that. YouTube videos of fishing birch. Stop laughing over there. Um, I remember that kind of just was like, wow, it kind of opened up a whole new world to me. <laughs> a whole new world. All right. It opened up a whole new world, like of of actually going and like taking it along with me on my adventures. So, you know, you guys just totally ruined this for me now. I hope you're satisfied. I hope you're happy. Raider Nation. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. You know what? We'll have a donate button on here to donate to. No, I'm kidding. We don't. We don't ask for any money. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. As always, hang in there. Better days are not behind us. They're in front of us. We're gonna get it. We'll get ours. Don't worry. In the meantime, you guys have a safe, happy holiday, and we will see you in the next podcast. Just win, baby.